Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Pole Dance Podcast. I'm very, very excited today to be talking to the amazing Katie Eve, who is just such an iconic performer and on top of that, a pole theatre queen. She has travelled the world performing, competing and judging pole theatres and we're very, very fortunate to have her judge Pole Theatre Sydney this year on the 28th of September at NIDA. And not only are you judging, Katie, but you're also going to be guest performing, aren't you? Yes, I am. I'm very excited. Thank you for that nice intro. That was really nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all true. You really are the pole theatre queen. How many pole theatres have you been involved in now? Well, I've done two pole theatre Sydneys, one pole theatre UK, and I've been in all three of the pole theatre worlds. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. You really are a part of pole theatre history. I don't know that there's anyone else who's done all three of the pole theatre worlds. Yeah, I think I'm the only one, actually. That's amazing. So tell me, I want to hear all about your journey through pole theatre, kind of um, your evolution as a performer and competitor, and also about how you've seen the competition grow and change, because you've been there almost, you weren't in the first one, but you were, I think, in the second one, I think. Yeah, maybe the second or third. It was oh, it might 2005. Have been the yeah, but either way, you've been there practically from the beginning. So when you first entered pole theatre, you were kind of a, a bit of a baby pole dancer back then, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Like I just come off, I just won pole theatre, uh, sorry, no, dance filthy. Mm. And then I went into pole theatre. So yeah, I was like pretty new to the competition scene. And tell us about your first Pole Theatre Sydney performance. So my, per- my first performance that I did was like based on um, like a rose petal theme. Uh, what's that movie? Uh, American Beauty. Oh, American Beauty. Yeah, so it was based sort of all around that. Um, I'd always loved that, that movie, like the scene with the rose petals, and I thought it was really sexy and I wanted to sort of portray that on stage. Um, so that's sort of where it came from. It was a magical performance. I was obviously emceeing that event and I watched from the side of stage. That was the year we had it at the Eternity Playhouse. So it was a, a beautiful and intimate venue. It was, I think it only seats about 150 people. So it was yeah. a very, very intimate event. Yeah. And I remember as well, for the times, Katie Eve, your costume was very racy. Oh, yes. Well, I just thought, oh, like there's no competitions where I could wear a G-string and get down to pasties, like, why wouldn't I? And I just thought you it was went crazy. It. No one else was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was kind of, that year everyone was a little bit um, on the, the more modest side, except for you. And <laughs> obviously it paid off. Because <laughs> I think I shocked some people. But, um, yeah, but now it's not like that at all. I think everyone is, is yeah. in pasties and G-strings. <laughs> but it was a beautiful performance because your costume, it was white, wasn't it? It was white. I did like a nude. It was nude and sparkly. And, and sparkles, I, One yeah. thing I really remember about that performance is I just remember everyone in the audience just being so quiet. I guess they mm. were mesmerised but yeah. I could hear the camera clicks and that yes. was it like it literally was so quiet in that theater and I came off I didn't know if I'd done a good performance or not because people were just so quiet isn't that the way Some, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about sometimes when when you've got an incredible performance happening on stage like you could literally hear a pin drop in yeah. the audience and you yeah. know that the performer's thinking am I doing a good job or is everybody <laughs> <hating it?" laughs> but everybody was mesmerized because it was just 
it was such a first of all it was a beautiful stage so it was kind of perfect for what you were doing and then you came out and you were so sparkly and your hair was like so long and flowing and then all of the red rose petals came down and you were just yeah it was like like a pile of autumn leaves except that they were rose petals and you were sweeping through them and they were it was so beautiful yeah it was interesting actually because I hadn't had the best lead up to that that um competition but I had this theme in my head that I wanted to do and Mm. I actually just backstage was like if everything fails I'll just freestyle it's probably one of the best um, performance I've ever had I think just because I I just sort of let go on stage and was able to just dance my own you know my own style I think that can happen when you especially when you're just starting out competing that you you don't really have any expectations uh-huh. Exactly. Or any pressure on yourself. No pressure. Kind of, mm. Yeah. No one knew who I was. There's no expectations. So I just went out and did what I wanted to do. Mm. And I think sometimes as you sort of, you know, the more competitions you do, the more expectations there is, the more yeah. people want to see you, um, I guess, improve and get better and do different things. And it's like all you want to do is dance your style and yeah. do your thing. Yeah. yeah. That's true. So you did your first pole theatre Sydney and then you came back for more Yes, so following you. Yes, I just loved um, what I mean, I guess what I love about pole theatre is that you can literally do anything you like and they're mm. so you, you guys are so open to really encouraging that and you don't yeah. get that in every competition. So I um, yeah, the next year I did like a protract projection screen Mm -hmm. um where it was lit up from behind and sort of cast this shadow and um yeah it's probably also one of my favorite show um, (laughs) shows that I've done I think just having the freedom to do what you want it makes such a difference oh yeah it definitely does it's it's, it it makes it exciting to kind of think about the concept for the show and the theme and then to build that and see it come to life and there's and there's no pressure around having to do like hard tricks or any of Mm. that it's more um just I guess being open in your own creativeness and um doing what you want to do and I think that's really yeah it's a great feeling yeah. And so all three pole theatre worlds, tell me a bit about, about that. Yeah. So the first year it was in Prague and I um, applied with my um, rose petal themed show and then went over to Prague and um, performed there. And that was absolutely amazing. Like I, it had always been a dream of mine to be able to, um, you know, compete worldwide on a world yeah. stage and to be able to do that in my own style and, um, it, it, doing a show that I really loved was, yeah, definitely a highlight for me. Mm. Um, and then the next year was in Mallorca. Mm. So I got to go to Spain. So that was amazing. <laughs> um, and then just this year I was in the UK. So, yeah, yeah um, I've done all three. And they're such a great experience because you get to meet um, competitors, the best competitors from all around the world and they're all such creative artists in such different ways and it's interesting to see, I guess, the interpretations of all the different um, like divisions from around the world. Isn't it? It's so interesting to sit backstage as well and hear every language (laughs) being spoken and everyone... Everyone comes from a different country, but everyone has pole in common. So even if you there's language barriers, there's still that kind of sense of camaraderie backstage because everyone's in the same boat. And exactly. So and they, nervous about it, but so yeah. excited. Yeah. And they 
one language they do speak that we all have in common is pole and I think that's really lovely yeah yeah that's so true I feel like there's some really really special moments backstage with the competitors all all the friendships that are formed and all the selfies and the costume photos and the make you know all of that kind of the process of putting on your makeup doing your hair getting ready together backstage and then you have your moment on stage and you go back and your fellow competitors are all asking you how you went and congratulating you it's just I love yeah. watching that. You know. And I think the thing that's really special is obviously, you know, the style of dance that I do, you know, classic is not always um, <laughs> encouraged in all those jo- in yeah. the different genres. So for me, like to be able to dance within some of those, you know, bigger names that do, you know, they might be doing pole theatre art or drama categories, yeah. but they're still respecting you in that, in your own, in your own art form, I guess. Yeah. Which is and really And it's nice. true that when you're backstage at, at a pole theatre, you, you can you can tell who's who. You can see the pole comedians. They always look so crazy and so their costumes are so funny and wacky yeah. and then they're rubbing shoulders with girls in um, and boys in pasties and G-strings and bedazzles yeah. and then you've got the, the pole artists who are kind of probably looking very intense and the, the yes. pole drama people who have like period costumes on and it's kind of. I must say, I always feel very naked backstage. Yeah. <laughs> I stick out like a sore thumb. In- no, it's funny too because all the pole classic people just kind of go stomping by on their, their eight-inch heels, and everyone else looks so short next to them. We're like, here come the classic competitors. No. Oh dear. Oh gosh. So you've you've had a lot of experience in pole theatre as a competitor. Yeah. yeah. And you've also judged. So which which pole theatres have you judged? I judged Pole Theatre UK this year and I've judged Pole Theatre Sydney a, a couple of years now. Um, and then I also do some of the video judging as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how does that change your perspective on pole theatre? Because obviously when you, you judge, you're looking, it, it's a very different experience of pole theatre when you're judging compared to when you're competing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first off, um, just even video judging when you see all the amazing people that you have Mm. to go through and there's so many great like ideas and concepts that come through Mm. and you're having to narrow them down to, you know, five or what, six people. It's hard, isn't it? It, It's it's quite, it's difficult sometimes when you, you have, you're in a position to make someone's dream come true yes absolutely and and, and also they could all be there really a lot of the time the standard of entries is often very very high across the board yeah but then also like trying to get they, they've obviously got this vision in their head and they're trying to describe what they want to do to you but and you're trying to get inside of that and mm. you know, understand what what that will look like on stage yeah. um, which I think sometimes hard to portray what's what's in your head <laughs> this that's it's a very good point actually because in a previous podcast that I did with Leisha we were talking about tips for people who wanted to enter a pole theater and mm-hmm. and we were talking about how sometimes when people describe their entry and it's a beautiful concept but the video entry that they do doesn't really display that they're capable of bringing that concept to life Absolutely, it's difficult yeah. when you're judging because you yes. say look that's an amazing concept I'd love to see that on stage but are you the person who can bring that to life yeah, on stage to, yeah yeah exactly you need to see that in the video entry yeah, absolutely. Mm. But then I think it's great. Like you then put these people through and then you do see that come to life on stage and sometimes 
it surpasses like any imagine you know anything yeah. you could imagine and I think that that is just yeah it's really special to see sure. yeah it's it's true too sometimes that when people are describing their video entry because all entries have to be done in English if people's English skills <laughs> are limited sometimes yes, you read yes. the, the concept and you're like I don't really understand what they mean by this but then when yeah. you see it you're like oh wow oh I get <laughs> it yeah this is amazing yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. so what's you've You've judged in the UK and in Australia. Do yes. you notice any kind of differences between European performances and Australian <laughs> performances? Um, look, I definitely have to see, say that the comedy sections are very different. Mm. Um, I think Australian uh, comedy is very unique. Yeah. Um, uh, and whereas I would say like European or the UK comedy can be a bit more like slapstick style, like that is the yeah. style. Um so, yeah, I think it's definitely very different. That very is exactly different. what I said to Lisa D just yeah. in our previous podcast talking about pole comedy, that it's slapstick in, in Europe and a bit yeah. more deviant in Australia. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I think even I've seen some of the American comedy and that's very different as well. And mm. I'm not sure that everyone um, can relate or get Australian um, comedy in the same way. I think yeah. it's very different. It yeah. is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any kind of standout performances that you've judged that you just thought were absolutely amazing? Um, I have to say, um, obviously, I'm always drawn to classic, and mm. I always think that their performances are amazing. Um, one that stands to mind is Felicity Logan when she did the Gold Goddess. It was oh, just yes. so mesmerizing yeah. and absolutely stunning. I don't think I'll ever forget that and the way that it made me feel. I just could not stop looking at her. Yeah, she's incredible. Um, and but then I think like the performers that really um, stand out are the really strong like um, storytelling ones. Yeah. I think comedy for me always really stands out when I think about like Chili and Coco, um, <laughs> Choco Box. Choco we Box, need them like, to come back. <laughs> yes, I know. I mean, I don't know if they can top riding a big chocolate covered penis, <laughs> but maybe. I have faith that they can. I, um, I think there was one year in particular, the comedy section was just um, crazy. It was with mm. Lisa D, Carly, Carly Hunter. Yeah. yeah, and it was just a really, really strong category. Mm. Um, I think the the performances that always stick with me are the ones that make you f- really feel something. Yes. Make you either, um, you know, feel what the competitors uh, or the performer is feeling or make you challenge your own thoughts or think about something in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I mean, Pole Theory is just an amazing platform to be able to do that. And, mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's really, really special. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Katie, for talking to That's us about right. your experiences at Pole Theatre. That was really, really interesting to hear you talk about it because I have to say, even though I know that you're a regular on the Pole Theatre scene, until we actually sat down and kind of talked about everything that you've done, I, I didn't realise how integral a part you'd sort of played in the you know, yeah. you're really a part of Pole Theatre through throughout the history of it. So yeah. it's been wonderful to talk to you about it. Yes. Um, we're super excited to have you guest perform at Pole Theatre Sydney this year. Mm-hmm. And also you're teaching workshops. Yes, I am teaching um, Floorgasm and also a central exotic um, workshop. So yes. Yes. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to be very busy that weekend because I'm going to try and get into all of the <laughs> workshops everything. that I can. And I'm moving house that weekend as well. Oh, so gosh. It's <laughs> 
<laughs> but we're really, really excited to see you. And thank you so much for talking to me today about pole theatre. I know that you as on your, and your team of judges are going to have some really difficult decisions to make. Yes, for sure. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Absolute um, pleasure. pleasure. We'll yeah. see you on the 28th. Thank you, Katie. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to the Pole Dance Podcast produced by Pole Dance Academy. We hope you enjoyed it. Please subscribe and share. Happy pole dancing.